Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Okay. And FYI, let's be clear. The light skin shit and my shit, it didn't go as smooth as motherfuckers act like it went. People be acting like light skin was, like back in the day, that shit wasn't cool. It was like white girl, white, I don't know about in fucking Louisiana. Yeah. But in right. New York, but that you shit got, You got to understand this. They called y'all white girl, but the, the love outweighed the hate. Like when you was black, you was Marco Buddha, African Buddha scratcher. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. Like that shit, it really, <laughs> it really, like, okay. it, it really like, like hindered you like being of a darker tone. But can I like, tell you why it bothers me? No, listen. So I understand that y'all be upset that they called y'all white girl and stuff, but like nobody kind of like ain't like nobody ain't really like want to not be our friend or y'all didn't not get stuff because y'all was light skinned. That's like, crazy, man. I had mad incidents, but I will say this: when I moved, so I lived in Brooklyn. I moved from there to Pennsylvania, Poconos to be exact. Nothing but white people is two black families. So when I went to school, now at this point, I'm seven years old. What I know? I'm coming from Brooklyn, right? It's all kind of different people. That's New York. It's a melting pot. I come there and they like this nigger, ER, because I'm the only, it doesn't matter if I'm light-skinned. To them, they like, who's this nigger in our class? Because it's all white people and now here's this nigger. So mm-hmm. I was literally fighting from seven years old with little white boys, all kinds of stuff, because they was calling me that, and I didn't even know what it was, but I knew it wasn't right. So now we move from there, and my mother's like, no, we're going to New Jersey, right? Now I'm going from an all-white school with a couple black, you know, others. others. Now, mind you, I'm probably the only light-skinned black, because ain't no Spanish people up there. Ain't damn near no Asian, nothing but white or the three black motherfuckers and me. And I'm black, but I got a little mix in me, Puerto Rican. So to me, but I don't see that. Because my sisters, everybody's like, remember when my storyline even really went on Love and Hip Hop was because me and Consequence got into it over the light skin, the right skin. So you, you, you and your white friend. And I'm like, hold on, nigga. Not only is my family is Muslim. He was Muslim. He was married to a white woman. I've never seen that. And my culture of family are nothing. That's one. Two, my mother's brown skin. So if you saying light skin is the right skin and so what is my mother and my sisters who they're all brown skin? I'm, I'm the only light skin person I knew growing up. So then when I came to all black school and it's like white girl, now I'm fighting people that's white that call me nigger. And I don't know, no, like, remember, I'm still young too. Like I'm like, now at this point, I'm like 11, except from seven to 11. But I still, I understand. I know to me, I'm just black. Like I don't look at nothing else. So um, now it's like, oh, she thinks she cute because I hear long. She thinks she cute because she light skin and, I'm like, no, I'm black. And like, you get what I'm saying? I didn't get it. But it is like, it wasn't cool. And like, people be acting like that never happened. I'm not saying cry for me or I don't give a fuck. Like, I still speak up for my people, our people. And it is what it is. Hey, we could go back and see. Hey, you know that. I'm doing a show called Listen to Black Women. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the end of the day, it was, it did affect me. And then when I did speak out, it's funny because I said it to Mona Scott. Right. And she was like, what is the problem? You're light skinned. So what is, why are you even mad? That's a fact. That's one of the reasons why I don't respect or do. And it's like when, when it was my melanin is popping. Now you want to use that as a storyline for everybody else or whatever. But I was dead serious. Like my mother, I'm mad close to her. You're not about to say light skins and right skin. I'm going to sit there like dancing in, in the video. No, no, no. My mother's a brown skin woman. No, never. I just feel like if you want to go back to like your first incident, like being, um, I guess predominantly within proximity of like white people, mm-hmm. right? When you went to that school, I think like what I'm trying to say is what happened to you at that school would have happened to any black person. That's a fact. Like it literally was just because you were black. So you was like kind of, that's some, um, you was 
experiencing racism. But they ain't treat me nothing different because I was light skinned. No, like it's it's literally because you were black. Like mm-hmm. it ain't have nothing to do. Yeah. You could have been light skinned, dark skinned, spot, it didn't right. matter. Exactly. Like it happened because you were black. Mm-hmm. Now once we get back into like the black environment, like when it comes white to girl, getting, white girl, white girl. Yeah, like yeah, they called you white girl, white girl, white girl, but ain't nobody wanna not be your friend. Cause oh, no, you was, just like, I, cause I, I you was light-skinned, like, I'm gonna cut her hair, I'm gonna Yeah, for sure, like, yeah, they no, did, like, that sure, type what? of, like, yes, that's bullying, like, yes, they did bullying, but I'm talking about, like, to me, you wasn't, you wasn't experiencing, like, colorism, for real. Like, it just well, be because different. Because I was light-skinned, I thought I was cute, and they want to cut my hair. Like, yeah, that they were, that's, that's bullying. You think so? Yeah, I like, think that was still, like, I literally, it was, like, you think, when did I think I was cute? I literally came to school yesterday. No, so like, like for instance, like, and and it's not like trying to take away from your experience because no, I don't like when so. people, you know, do that to me. But it's like colorism is so different. Like I remember not receiving like certain awards and stuff that I was supposed to get because my teacher, who looked just like me, who probably had some type of self hatred going on, like she just love, 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 love the light-skinned children because they look absolutely opposite from her. Like, that's yeah. what society has been telling her is, like, beautiful. So, of course, like, when she sees that child... You know people treat children, no, yeah. I'm people treat children different not, based on what they look happen. like, who their parents well, are. Well, I got treated different because yeah. my whole family is brown-skinned, and it's like, oh, this adopted child. Mm-hmm. And people think that's nothing, but that bothered me. For sure. Like, I, like, and, okay, who cares? I'm, I done moved on, we grown, or whatever the case. But you gotta look at things like that. Like, of course, to, to certain people, they like, that's nothing that serious. But I'm like, nah, this is my I mother. think it's serious because that's your experience. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't take that from you. Like, I can't tell you it didn't make you feel no type of way. I can't tell you it didn't make you cry. But when I'm talking, when I'm speaking, I'm more so generally speaking. And I try, and that's the thing about generalizations. Like, sometimes when things don't apply, we have to, like, let it fly. Like, we have to understand that, yes, X, Y, and Z happened, but this is kind of, like, more so a me thing. So, on the general side Mm -hmm. of how things are for people of lighter tones, like, you know what I'm saying? You, you, y'all know, bro. We come from slavery. Yeah. So with that being said, like they had black people trying to do white passing and stuff like that. So we always had white beauty standards, and the okay. we push Thank our you, colorism Ella. shit to ourselves. And honestly, like that's why I even want to address it because it's a, sometimes it's us that what it's been embedded in our mind, and we continue to go on with it, right? When we start making these nicknames and things like that, it's not funny. It's not cool. Like, that's why I felt like I had to speak out. Mm-hmm. And no, it, it wasn't me. He was. Uh, uh, and I'm glad you did to- that because it's a lot of people who like they sit in their privilege. Like and like at the end of, yeah, like at the end of the day, like we all know that people treat people different based on certain things. They got different calibers of plus size mm-hmm. women. They got different calibers of black women, yeah. different calibers of women, period. So like even like when it come down to plus size women, they have like, you know, the ones who are like more curvaceous or they're more attractive or they have more charisma. So they are more accepted. Right. And they will sit there and be cool with people who. They don't even like fat people. They just, you just, they just let you slide. Like, it's something about you yeah. that they like. And that that's the equivalent to being like the token nigga. That's a fact. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not hanging out with no niggas who be saying, like, derogatory shit about fat bitches. Or I don't want them fat bitches in my section. I'm a fat bitch. So I, I need not to be here either. It's not cool just because we cool. And I feel like once, that, like, you know when you say something back in the day or something like that, it's like, oh, that didn't seem like it was that serious. And now certain things are certain that when we hear it, it kind of triggers. It's like, yo, why would you say something like this? Right. So I just think this is, you know, this show, we always give the good advice, the hood advice. So we don't get too, too serious when it comes to everything. We like to joke. We like to have fun. We like to laugh. But sometimes we got to address things like this. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we're all in the same team. And I think that's what some people fail to realize. It's not about light skin, uh, dark skin. Big, small. It's about the fact that these motherfuckers is rich and we po. <laughs> and what I mean by that is they I ain't keep... <laughs> <laughs> But you get what I'm saying? Like, they keep I feel doing you know. things to widen in the gap. Like, how much shit costs. This is down the third. Putting us against each other. Divide and conquer. For sure. And I think we're so wrapped up in things like colorism that we're not even paying attention to the fact that everything is getting taken away from us as people. 
and we're fighting against each other instead of I, what we're supposed to be fighting for. I don't feel like, I don't feel like. They try to bring slavery back like, to No, for sure. But I don't feel like it's that we're wrapped up in it. I think we're finally starting to get in a space in the world where people starting to wake the fuck up and yeah. like understand what's going on. Like this shit ain't really smoking mirrors. It be right there in our face. Mm-hmm. The disrespect be right there in our face. The wave riding be right there in our face. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even down to like aesthetics, like. Our big ass lips was getting called soup coolers. And now these bitches is getting shit our, filled in. Our fat asses them. was talked about. Nobody wanted to be of a darker tone. Now, now they're risking their yeah, lights. Yeah, now you got, you got women of other races, like really blackfishing, pretending to be light-skinned black girls. Yep. Like we in a scary ass time it's right scary. now. I mean, you got all kind of things going on. First and foremost, Bully and the Beast podcast, okay? We got Tokyo Vanity in the motherfucking building. Okay, live in the friendly. And I've been trying to get her on this thing for quite some time, so we're going to make sure she gives y'all the good advice, the hood advice. Do we have some um, DMs? Ty? We got Ty over here. Too, I'm man. here. I'm in the building. Let me I don't think you. we got DMs right now. I got I'm some. Waiting. Oh. I do, actually. Oh, okay. and let me tell you why Ty is special. So Ty usually is behind the scenes. And I talk to him and get advice from him. So I'm letting y'all share my therapist. The copay I will be accepting on Cash App, Zelle, um, Apple Pay. Send my motherfucking money because this nigga right here, he know a thing or two about a thing or two. You get what I'm saying? I so, just be quiet. You don't got to expose me right I'm now. I'm just being honest. Chilling. He be knowing. <laughs> they say he know a thing or two. He be knowing. What's your favorite sign to date, Tokyo? Because you know. Nah, I'm just playing. What, what you dollars? Nah, You're hilarious. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's why I love um, her. She's so slick and quick on her fucking motherfucking toes. My favorite sign today. Today, yeah, because it I is I don't know. Switch. I've kind of only dated Aquarius and Libras. Really? Those are the two that I would never date. And I'm a Libra. That's so. her, Libras, I love y'all. Y'all not. But I think I think the male sign of all signs is fucked up. Like it really don't matter how you get it. Like they do what they do regardless. Yeah. But I'm not one of them like annoying ass girls that feel like we gonna be together. Like cause I'm a Libra and you a Gemini. Like I ain't like that. You can't really base everybody off of one thing. But that shit do be true about some of the people ways and shit. It sometimes be true. Even if you look at it like they have a list of serial killers. And they're all like Pisces, Gemini's. Like they are literally. We not on there. It's one other sign. All I remember is Pisces and Gemini. But it's and not that's a because Libra, of Pisces. Right? I don't remember if it's Libra. You should, okay. if you can. I ain't never hear that. No, but. you never did. So they have a list that's going around, and it's literally three signs, and I know two of them. So that's good enough because I smoke a lot of weed. Okay. So the fact that I remember that much, kudos to me. And uh, we're going to give some advice to somebody, okay? okay. So, um, Ty, help us out because Twerk went to the store for us. I'm listening, I'm listening. We need some Henrock, right? So, um, if people need to reach out to us and get some advice, do you know where they can hit us? At Bully and the Beast, you're... No. <laughs> no, that's not no. it. You're, that's... you're worse than wax. <laughs> I was trying to do the wax. You're I was trying to, I was trying to replace him. I was trying to replace him. Isn't it at Bully and the Beast? No, it's not. At Bully and the Beast Podcast. Podcast, all right. And you go on Instagram, leave us a voice note, give us a motherfucking DM, because this one's long as fuck. I feel like I need to take a sip, because, child, y'all got me, it's like seven pages. Thanks a lot, Twerk. You sent me seven pages worth of a DM. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me, um, quench my thirst. Take a sip, take a sip. Tokyo always got good advice, so I know she finna help y'all. Hey, y'all, I need advice. So here's the situation. I'm currently living with somebody I call my sister. We knew each other for about 10 years now since college. We stayed in touch over the years. And I would say, and I would be at every major event she has because she raps. Long story short, she moved out here last July with no job or anything. She wanted to move to Charlotte to start a new life. I had a two-bedroom apartment at the time and said, come on, you can stay with me. I would cover two months rent, and after that, she would need to help me out. Now, it took a little longer for her to find a job. I was in school and working seven days a week to cover our $1,600 rent, but I ended up falling behind. I need Tokyo to donate us some money. No, they ain't say that. They ain't say that. My money actually tied up right now with Western Holdings. Yeah, I invested in Western Holdings shit, bitches. I hate you. I hate you. Okay. My let my nigga Reek don't see. Yeah, yeah, nigga Reek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> Monet gonna come get for that. Monet, she trying to get her back too. So I'm trying to see if they can work me out some because my money in Western Holdings. I'm right definitely now. using that next time. <laughs> now, okay, so he fell behind on the rent, causing a notice of eviction to come about. We owed about four bands before we decided that instead of paying, we would just find a new apartment and start fresh. Uh, so we applied for apartments. And they must be in the CPN. Yeah, because I'm confused. Because I was just going to book on, on that and... eviction like that. <laughs> These niggas definitely yeah. put that shit underneath somebody else's name. Okay, so since that apartment was undermined, oh, here we go. He just told us. So that was under his name. Undermined. Da, 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 da. So, okay, um, we found a new apartment. So she had to apply for an apartment in her name since the last apartment was undermined and I wasn't able to use it. We moved in a new apartment. December 27th, 2022. Fast forward to now, end of the month, maybe like the last two weeks, she said her new boyfriend got evicted and she asked if it would be okay to stay with us. I'm confused. When did they break up? She be picking around niggas. Yeah, clearly. They're all getting evicted. She asked me because it's our home. She mentioned that he would help with the food and the rent. So you about to move in with you and your ex-boyfriend? That's crazy. When rent time came, no help was given. When I asked, she said, I paid half of her rent and didn't understand why I was asking her to put money towards our total rent and we split the remaining. I'm so lost. I told her because it's our space. She felt like no one was living in her room. Oh, because this is her roommate, not his boyfriend. <laughs> I'm lost, though. Anyway, um... Go to the next person. Yeah, you stupid. I, now, mean, I don't know what to tell you. But look, let's see. He said, now new utilities came and I decided to pay one third of it because it's been over four weeks now and he's still here, the boyfriend. The utilities went up. So why should I pay half the rent when it's three people here? She comes to my room yelling and screaming about how I'm not right. She felt like I should have said something before paying my third, but I felt like we already discussed things. So there was no need to readjust. She likes the no rent. And I'm like, why would it only apply to rent and not everything else? She continues to yell, blah, blah, blah. Do you think I'm wrong? So basically, she moved in with her boyfriend. And they were cool. I guess they weren't together no more. And he thinks they should split it three ways instead of two. He has a whole room she's sharing with her boyfriend. Do you think that they should have to pay three ways? If they have a two-bedroom apartment... <laughs> They have a two-bedroom apartment and she moved in with her boyfriend. Do you think that they should split the rent so it would be 800-800? Or should this boyfriend have to pay? So what would that be times three because I'm too slow to figure it out? I don't know. What Diamond did when Ebony had moved in with her Lance? <laughs> I think she just stayed there. I don't think she even had to pay rent. Oh, um, okay. Split, right? I mean, yeah, y'all both said the same thing. They not together no more, so they not a group no more. Nope. Bitch, I pay mine, you pay yours. That shit over when we broke up. That's giving (laughs) half and half. Yeah, all three of them need to be paying a little rent. $8.50 and $8.50 is what they're paying now is what he said, and I don't want to do that no more. If they was a couple, then they could just pay half, and then she pay half. But he got a whole run. Okay, but who else got a whole room? <laughs> I mean, they both had a whole room until she brought someone in. So should she pay like a two hundred extra dollar person fee? I mean, she got to take her half. Not like, listen, it's supposed to be she pay half and he pay half because they don't go together or whatever. They just both they roommate now. Yeah. So he pay half, she pay half. Now that they what can. you do with your cousin? Is on you, but you need to have that eight fifty. So however y'all do it, if she give you something, she give it however you give it up with your cousin and don't have nothing to do with me. I'm gonna pay my eight fifty. You pay your eight fifty. But it's three people living here. So? That's not fair. Why he get to live here for free? How he not living there for free? I thought he paying eight fifty. The one person is, but now you got a girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever. Wait, they gay? So, like, they were together, and now they're not together, and she moved in the other nigga. How many niggas is in the house? <laughs> yeah. Now, that's the problem. How many niggas is in the house? So, but if you have a roommate, and so it's niggas? two niggas in the house. How is it two niggas in the so house? So, it was, was crazy. no, 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 no. It was the two, it was a girl and a guy together. Oh. They used to be together. They broke up. So, it's like, let's say we live in this apartment. We together. You and Todd. We together. We live in this apartment. Two we bedroom. break up. 
And then you like, all right. I don't got nowhere to go. I got another nigga. And you bring him in here. And now he in your room. And I'm like, yo. So me homie, and you go together. He using the light. We break up. Now Water. we roommate. I get a new nigga. Right. nigga I move get, in yeah. with me and you. So you move a bitch in with the other bitch came. No, no, no. Uh, there's no other bitch. You oh. just moved the new nigga in. You, the that's one with crazy. the nigga. And then <laughs> she I'm, had nowhere else to go. That's insane. Well, she said she had nowhere else to go and he needed help. You move a new nigga in here, bitch. I don't got to pay the whole rent now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he shouldn't have to pay nothing. Nothing. Like, that's what that's what the argument is. I gotta like, see you. If you gonna nigga, bring a nigga here, you brought a nigga in. You brought a whole extra nigga in here, and it's we still splitting it. But now I'm saying he got to cough up. Why couldn't they go half on the rent for something? They obviously can't afford it because then he would have gave the money for this. This economy got some crazy shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do something. That pandemic really set us back. Because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to see that. Because ain't nobody got no money no more, but people still on pandemic prices. You're going to have to go to your mama house with that nigga. I just don't see being like, I'm going to pay for his half, too. Because he turning on light switches. He eating food. He moving around his apartment. You know he be in there cracking his toes and shit. Like, Unless that nigga making every move you make. He he home when you home. He gone when you gone. And he just like an extra attachment. And then you got to hear her moaning. (laughs) That's crazy. Like, you used to make them on. Can we uh, pause for a second? Yeah. I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Nah, you better motherfucker. Nigga went to Dubai and he came back at your brand new. Nah, but you got I'm it chilling, now. I'm chilling. I'm you chilling. You got it now. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. <sighs> I'm desperate here and need to know what I'm doing and if I'm doing the right thing. I moved to Florida from New York with my man last Wrong. July. <laughs> okay, Tokyo. <laughs> Don't fuck around in Florida. <laughs> Is it just because it's Florida if it was anywhere else? Florida, take you quick. Bitch, you will go down there. What's wrong with you? You will go down there to be a nursing assistant and selling pussy, man. <laughs> you got to take Florida slow. What? I thought I went to Tokyo to come, and now I don't know. I'm sorry. This is it. That's fucking crazy because I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Florida, wow. Bitches go Florida. out there and turn into a whole different motherfucking oh, animal. They start sniffing powder. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. It's the warm After weather. The lip injections, then come the powder. Okay. I moved to Florida from New York with my man last July. Around February, when adult life with each other started to get real, and his uncle expressed that he was planning to get engaged, my man went into straight panic mode. Suddenly, he wasn't sure if he wanted all the things we've talked about. He broke it off and continued to live in the house with me, saying he was figuring it out. Who was getting engaged? His uncle. Okay. So his uncle got engaged and he started freaking out. Which it, Oh, because he probably thought that was going to make the bitch start pressuring him. You get what I'm saying? Somebody in here knows what that is about. Mm. Twerk. Um, Damn. He broke it off. <laughs> Rolled you under the bus. What do you mean? We talked about it last episode. He broke it off and we continued <laughs> to live in the same house with me. Oh, that was his friend. Sorry, Tori. Um, Same house with me saying he was figuring it out. This is three months later and we're still in this fake ass relationship. I came to the conclusion that us being in the house together was not forcing him to figure it out without me and what his life would be without me in it. Because you're in the bed with him, probably, right? Right. Getting busted. Come on. So how are you not with him? So I asked him to move out. It's obvious that the love is still there for the both of us. And I know it's his unhealed childhood trauma from his dysfunctional relationship with his parents. He's never confronted that's causing it. But at a point, you have to grow up. Would you? What would you do if you were me? This kind of reminds me of last episode as well. As a grown-up, you don't think, Tokyo, that you know right from wrong. And even if you grew up seeing a certain thing, like when it comes to relationships, right? If you see somebody getting beat on, as an adult, you know what's right and you know what's wrong. And I get that that's something that you've seen in an example. But if you want to change something as an adult, you will change something, correct? No? I'm scared. I don't know what's coming next. It's like, yes, 
But common sense just always not so common. Like, exactly. we can only say that for us. Like, That's true. you don't know, like, how they feel in their head. Or, like, honestly, when some people see stuff all the time, you know what I'm saying? It's just normal. Like, for instance, right? I would think anybody would know when you walk into somebody's house to take your shoes off, right? But if that's not how you was raised, you coming in there with your cleats on, like, that's true. until somebody tell you, because that's my common sense and that's common sense to me because we couldn't wear shoes and kiss the house. Yeah. That's how I was raised. But my ex-boyfriend, he wasn't raised like that. Fuck, they could sleep in the bed with their shoes on if they fucking yeah. wanted to. That's wild. He coming through my shit stumping. Like, you know but if you saying? see everybody taking their shoes off, what you finna do? No, he saw me take my shoes off. That could have just been my preference. I could just be one of them barefoot bitches that don't she like right. shoes. She right. She right. Yeah. That's I, me. Like, yeah. what I eat don't make you shit. Like, I ain't gonna know? lie. I took my shoes off at somebody's house the other day. They was like, why did you take your shoes off? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? You want these dirty ass? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like if I'm chilling in the house and I put a blanket on, that's because I'm cold. That don't mean you about to cover up because I wouldn't give a fuck if you had six blankets. We not cutting that at all. And I was grinding and still ain't putting no cover on. But you've been together some time. Don't you learn each other? Yeah, but see, that's what I feel like people don't do in relationships. Like, girls, we kind of just hop in relationships and it's my man, my man, my man. He need to do, he need to do, he need to do. But it's like love be so conditional because... And it's supposed to be unconditional, which means that it's not I love you until or I love you, but I don't love you no more because you did this. Like, you know what I'm saying? So people don't really really take the the time to actually, like, learn each other. And when I say learn each other, it's like you need to learn, like, how to communicate with your man. Just like he needs to learn how to communicate with you. That's the number one thing. Like, I had to learn that, like, I'm approaching this wrong. So when I'm talking to him, he's not hearing me because I'm not approaching him how he likes to be approached about a situation. You know? So do you feel like you often, like if you're in a relationship, because I know your personality, Tokyo, is fire, but it's also very strong like mine. So when you're in a relationship, do you kind of like fall back when it comes to the calling out of or do like, how does it work? Do you act a little different? You know what? Surprisingly. You're submissive, I feel like. Very. I can tell. I know that. Surprisingly, but it's because, like, I'm a fucking boss. Like, I'm the boss 24-7, seven seven days a week. When I leave out the house, it's, hey, you need to do this, and you need to do this, and blah, 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 and bring this, do da 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 Like, I'm the boss all day. When I come home, I do not want to be the boss. Like, Mm -hmm. just please tell me what to do. Like To the right nigga. Yes, like if we if we Please fucking be clear. around, you the right nigga. Like, right, but sometimes we become time. you know you know representatives be presented sometimes. For sure. So I've definitely I know me me and you and I think that's why I fuck with you so much. Our personalities are so strong that sometimes it intimidates people. But I will say and shout out to Twerk because he was like one of the first people to ever meet my man or whatever. And I never told him who he was, what he did, nothing. I actually had Twerk come and do something for him. So he just showed up on the set or whatever. And I was helping him with something. So when we came here to do the podcast, Twerk was like, did you owe that man money? Because <laughs> he knows me so well. He's never seen me be so, like, caring and give. And like, you get what I'm saying? So submissive. He was like, what did you do? Like, do you need help? And I'm like, that's my boyfriend. Like. And he was like, oh, now I get, he's like, he's never dudes, seen me be like that. The dudes I be dealing with, girl, they don't care nothing about, they don't care yeah. about their fake, bossy, mean shit. They don't care. Like, they be like, anyway, so, like I was saying. I can see you being a little Pop-Tart, like, so sweet. Yeah, I, I don't know, sis. I ain't a city girl. I bring I know. Like, See, this, I was good. That was the first thing I was going to say. I'm bringing my man's places. A good plate, too. But I'm going to still be outside with y'all throwing up gang signs saying right. fuck niggas get money. But, like, at 10 o'clock, I'm going to say, babe, come get me. I'm drunk and I'll drink. Yeah. Would, if he asked you to make a plate for his homeboys, what does that, what's that look like? Okay, so I'm a Southern woman. I don't believe in all them different hands in my pots and in the kitchen and stuff like that. So I don't think that's a Southern thing. I think that's just... 
that might be uh, how you are as thing. So I'm a natural caterer because it's just the sanitary thing to do. I'm making a plate so too. So if mm-hmm. my dude, like I'm not really one of them girls that like if me and my dude we sharing a space and like he have company, like I don't, but I'm not chilling in there with y'all. Like I mm-hmm. give a general high and make sure everybody's okay. Right. Do you need anything? And then I'm going about my business wherever I'm That's going me. in the house and what I'm doing. So but I But you know they say that that makes us introverts. But I'm the type that I would ask him and make sure it's okay that I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to just serve no other nigga in front of my nigga. Yeah. You know what I like to do, too, though? I mean, he's always going to get his plate first. But um, sometimes I, I make it and I tell him to bring but not, the nigga. But not, I don't no slave, no but not on no slave shit. No, not like that. No. No, I'm saying, like, not on no slave shit. Like, can I, can I no. make the place? No. Why does it have it's to respect. Like that? It's a respect level. No, I'm it's like, so Beyonce, like, babe, you want me to make the place real quick? Like, what do you think about that, Ty, as a man? Um, you know. that That's that's a good relationship right there. That's good balance. What you if know she what gave I mean? your homeboy a plate before you? Um, it would only be hey, because, yeah, it was only yeah. because that it, happened to me before, but it, it was literally only because when I asked about the place, he didn't want nothing to eat. But after I made the plate, now he want to play. So did he get upset a little bit? No. Yeah, some I don't niggas be dealing do. with them type of niggas. Yeah, that's like, too much. Yeah, I be dealing you. with niggas that they've been dealing with the bare minimum for so long. They be so happy that a bitch even cook. Like, just thank you, Jesus. That's how I be telling. I love you. Like, girl, like, who raised you? No, as a like, when they keep telling you, you so soft. Like, damn, nigga, what you was dating? An alligator? You get bitch? what I'm saying? And I, I'm not talking about their mama. I'm talking about the woman that they dated. Because, you know, that's going to be the person that really, like, I ain't going to lie. Like, I've, I hook my ex up for the next bitch. Like, I've definitely built niggas up for the next bitch and then kept it pushing. But that's okay. No, I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? Because I know at the end of the day, I'm doing justice and good in the world. I don't want to see nobody. <laughs> I don't want to see nobody I dealt with do bad. Like, I want yeah. all of them to be successful. I want them to fuck the bad souls. Like, do your thing. Do your big one. Like, we ain't work out, but I ain't hating on you. Because if not, I'm not going to claim you. Yeah, I mean, like it's, like, it's other niggas out here. Like, it's so many other fish in the sea. Like, it's another nigga don't like me. But, uh, so how does it work out when it comes to y'all having conversations? Do they, because I know you don't end off on bad notes. So is it okay? And do your, like, say your current, does he have a problem with you talking to any of your exes? Because it never was a bad breakup. I'm single, so my ex hit me, he just hit me. But what if you're dealing with somebody? Oh, Do you I'm, still entertain or I'm talk to dealing with some, Like, what's dealing with somebody? Like, what, we be going on dates? Anything. Like, no, 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 anything. Talking. Do yeah, you think we that, just talking. Like, sometimes that's people the thing, think that's like, cheating. Girls, girls get just married to the first nigga that showed them some interest, but it's like, it don't, it don't go like that. Like, it's okay to date. Like, you don't have to fuck all these niggas. You can date these niggas and have your one nigga that you fuck. Like, until you, you know, ready to... Like, you could tell when you transition into, like, okay... I kind of like this nigga on another level. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? What would make you know? Because like, you blushing. Like, I'm starting to feel like you ain't the, so, you know, you so ain't listen, single. So listen. Come so, on, I'm listening. So you know when you kind of gearing towards that. So I feel like that's when you ease up off that nigga. Are you gearing towards that? Because you like, hey, 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 I'm listening. You ease up off that nigga. Okay. You go get yourself tested and prepare for your next journey in life. <laughs> like... Tokyo, you're the first person that I've ever sat down with in the past seven years that ever mentioned besides uh, uh, one um, trans woman that we just recently interviewed. She's the only other person that I ever heard talk about getting tested. Oh, I don't play. I just started using my cat. So I'm definitely like, you know, I just lost my virginity in 2019. Like I started having sex too late to like get burnt. Like that's insane. Yeah. Um, but some people, you can have an incident on the first time. I know, but mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, I be trying to go through all the measures of protecting myself, like, using contraception and, um, I don't know, regularly getting tested, like, those can, things. Like, can I ask something a little more personal? Girl, If what? you don't want to answer, it's okay, because, you know, you my Girl, friend you for real. You my friend for real. Have you ever had raw sex before? Yeah. Okay. And I know that that means I'm now not in the clear for the next six years. Yeah. <laughs> I know that I don't have this other stuff that I could know that I don't have right now. I'm fine with that. And you made him get tested? 
What you mean? Like, like before y'all had sex? Yeah, we got tested. But did you make him show you the results? Like, how did it work? It's just like I'm you trusted him and like just kept like it just. No, I, I just wonder. And it just went right. For Let me. me tell you something. I kind of wish I waited to 2019 and I'm checking car faxes, motherfucking lifting up bowls. Yeah. Like if that's like, I, you know, like, praise be to God. I, he ain't never burned me. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Thank you. Let's make some noise for that because Angelo just got burned another day. Right, Angelo? I'm joking. I'm joking. He has a long time girlfriend. I don't want no problems and I don't want to start no problems. I'm joking. Please know that I'm joking. Um, but you do have to be careful out here because my fuckers be carrying shit. What? I said I was joking. I know, I said, Jesus it's too early. Christ. It's too early. God damn it. This is a comedy podcast or no? Podcast. We got serious and now I'm joking and now we're getting out of out of hand. You okay? Good. Okay, it didn't happen, right? Or did it? Because no. you can so okay, anyway. Emmy Award winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in LA. A special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. So, um, what made you be like this? Now I'm going to like give the fuck in to this person. Um, it was more so of a thing like I was just waiting to meet somebody where I love them and they love me like yeah. I love them. And that's what I found. And then we just This smile is taking me to fuck out because I see saying. you smile, but it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like it, it's like temple to temple, not ear to ear. Girl, like you're gonna the girl, I just naturally be smiling, beat it. All right, anyway. So wait, are you still dealing with this person? No, girl, I just naturally be smiling with <laughs> <laughs> it's not giving Tokyo a move on from that. Not with the she was tap dancing out this motherfucker. Yeah, just just that. It's okay because I, I love you to death, and I would never like. I I remember when I tried to like beg Tokyo not to do love. Remember, <laughs> I was crying. I'm like, girl, please no. You like I'm gonna be good, and you are always good. But I've always looked at you as a humongous superstar. I think that you are hilarious. I think you have this star quality. Motherfuckers then took your shit, ran with it. And I remember before I even met you, I was walking around talking about, go best friend, that's my best friend. She finna, and I couldn't dance and none of that shit, child. But then, uh, you know, niggas that took your shit, ran with it. And I, you need your motherfucking flowers, Tokyo Vanity. Thank you. Thank you. You need your flowers. And I think that we need to announce something. Tokyo has a brand new show coming. A podcast, right? Correct? Tokyo? Yes, yes. What's the name of your podcast? One second. I'm texting my driver. <laughs> I'm going to fight her. She's a, I'm texting my driver. I know that's right. So sh- you have a brand new uh, something you're working on. I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but we can say the name of it right now. Yeah. And what's that? Be For Real, the podcast. Ah, we, you actually did tell what it is, but we it's okay. Oh, my bad. <laughs> be for real. Only fans. And it's going to be crazy. And uh, so make sure y'all tune into that. We'll talk more about that later, but let's move yeah. on. So uh, we're going to do some trending topics. Word on the street. Tokyo, really quickly, um, because you had an issue with Instagram. What's your Instagram so people can follow you? Instagram hated on me, y'all. My sure Instagram did. is... Tokyo underscore underscore vanity. Everything spelled correctly. Follow her right now because you was up, up, up. Do you think Chris Brown got your page down? No. It was after y'all started beefing that your page got down. No. Was it his fan? Um, I don't think so. I don't know. You got a strong army behind you on your own. Do you have a name for your fans and the people that follow you? Yeah, the Vanity Mafia. Let's go. Vanity Mafia. Let me tell you something about my girl, Tokyo. Don't fuck with her because she's going to come for your motherfucking ass and you're going to be crying. Okay, so let's talk about word in the street, Ty. What's going on um, in these streets today? <sighs> Daddy. It's a lot going Diddy? on. Diddy? 
Ah oh, man. Tokyo, what's the oldest man uh you would date? Like what's the what's the age at? The oldest man you've dated, the oldest guy that's tried to holler at you. Do you like old men? Like how does this work? Because you're young. Um, the oldest nigga I talked to, he was forty, but he did not look forty. He looked like he was in his twenties. Okay. And then that's how we ended up talking. And then he told me, like, you know. He was 40. So like, at first he acted like he was a young boy? I mean, he just hollered at me. Like, he ain't walk up like, yo, what's up? My name's Joe. I'm 40. Like, <laughs> he was just like, hey, how you doing? Beautiful. Like, right. you know, type shit. Like a regular nigga hollering at you. And then, did, like, as we talk, like, I found out he was 40. Yeah. Did he have any baggage? I mean, girl, kids. kids. He 40. Shit. That don't mean nothing. There's some 40-year-old men out there with no kids. Mm-hmm. I know 50-year-old men that's still looking for women that don't have kids. And they people think that that doesn't happen, but it is out there. I ain't got no kids. You see what I mean? But that poom poom just got popped, though. You ain't got no kids? My poom poom got popped a lot. That's what I'm saying. So it's possible. Yeah, well, I'm going to have kids soon. Anyway, so we're going to move forward. Mm. And um, So what's the oldest? I'm trying to speed past that. What? Soon come. Soon come. Slow down. You got too much dip on you, too. <laughs> well, me and my boo already named our kids, so. Okay, period. And you know you're going to be in a wedding. I named my kids already, too. You did? What's the name? B.A. Pierre Jabarkis Vanity. Um, That's your dog. Hmm? But that is your kid. That's and I have, Yeah, so I have Monster, so I did name my child as well. Okay, period. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, Monster. He's named after Monster Cody. And look him up if y'all don't know who that is. Uh, He's a gangster. Mm. And so is Monster. Um, and so has Beignet. That's my guy. Okay. He's like the best dog. You just recently got him. Yes, on Easter. What made you get a dog? I don't know. He just got me. Oh, man. I like that. He just, he picked me. I was going to get, uh, I wanted, I was trying to go get a pedicure. I didn't realize it was Easter. I was in Miami. Um, and then. Stand on these hoes. And then. <laughs> My homegirl, Vicky, was like, well, I still want to get, like, my feet rubbed. I was like, okay, well, let's see if a, a massage place open. So we go to the massage place right next door. It's a puppy mill. It's like the puppy store with the little puppies in the glass. So she's like, oh, let's walk in here. So I walked in there. I talked to the lady. Long story short, I was looking at small I talked dogs. To the lady. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at small dogs. She was, like, the smallest breed they had, and that was Maltese. And I was like, oh, let me see them. She bought him out, and then he just was hugging me and cuddling me. That's what he does with me, so I don't like that. And I don't know. It, <laughs> it really touched the gangsta heart. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, it's so funny because as, I will say, like, because if somebody says something like that and I didn't agree, you are a gangster. <laughs> But you definitely have a big ass heart, and that's what I love about you. You act like, you like no, no, I don't. I'm not no gangster. I just be playing, y'all. You both. But I'm really sweet as <laughs> yeah. hell. Like, I think that's the misconception people have. But I don't fuck around. Nah, that's I that's don't. what makes you the gangster, Tokyo. But I am sweet as hell. Like, my heart really so pure. I do anything for you. But I just got to protect that because these hoes and these niggas really just be. Right. Like, they be vultures. Mm. Like, like, when you a giver, you really have to make sure you in place a lot of morals and boundaries around you because a taker don't have none. Like, they don't have no limits. We ain't just talk about this, for God. We literally had this conversation. going to take everything you give them. You want this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I just ate at your house and then you you offer me, like, something else to eat, like, I'm straight on full. Yeah. Like, I ain't going to take it and just be putting it in my bag and shit. Like, oh, I'll take this for later and that for later. Like, you know? You know what I realized? I realized that when I come across people like that, I come across a lot of people like that because God is trying to teach me a lesson. And then when I start getting on the straight and narrow, I get aligned with a lot of people that are more like me. Yeah. So sometimes... Like when you met me. No, that's a fact. I'm talking about you. I'm not even trying to be funny or nothing, but like you... So Angelo, uh, toward God, he gave me my flowers last episode. I When I tell you between you and him, that's probably the first time I've heard anybody really sit down and like tell me like, Yo, what I saw you do from this to that. And that's why it touched me so much because I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I'm so used to people doing negative stuff. But what I did was a few years ago, I took that risk and that chance on myself where I'm like, listen, this person may, I thought this may have been my friend and it may be a beneficial relationship to the both of us, but it doesn't feel right. So I got to let it go. And it wasn't easy because these are people I was around for 10, 15 years. You get what I'm saying? 
So when I finally, like when they say that thing, when they like, yo, when you get rid of this, then this could come in your life. I've never experienced that more than when I really started letting go of people. Because like when God, like, all right, for instance, right? When you was little and you got a bike and your mama saw you letting people ride your bike, they're like, tear your bike up or you can't ride their bike. Mm-hmm. She see you doing it the first time. She gonna tell you something about it. That makes your friend. And then the next time she see you, she might tell you you can't ride your bike right. uh, for for a week or something. Mm-hmm. Then when she see you doing it again, she take it from you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like God do the same thing with blessings. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna keep just blessing you and blessing you and blessing you, and you be hanging around people and sharing my blessings with people who are not of me. So I feel like that's why you be having to Girl, remove those people. If you don't motherfucking pre, I feel like bad for saying motherfucking during God. But nah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, like he definitely going to take his blessings away when you sharing them with people who not of him. But mind you, you think you're doing something good because you're like, well, I'm helping this person. He be showing you all the signs that you're not doing something good, though, like you just feeding a cancer. Right. Because he ain't blessing that person. And then once you don't get it through your head, then he be like, all right, well, I'm going to just take it then. Don't worry about it. I promise you. You can get it when you get it. But do you not realize that the good people in your life kind of remove their self as well and then when you get rid of the negative everybody comes back well that was my my situation I just feel like people don't value their good friends people flock to their bare minimum friends if you think about any friendship group you ever been a part of because you should you should be able to take the accountability if you had a phase in your life where you know for sure, like, you just wasn't a good friend at the time. Like, maybe you there. just had mm-hmm. your own shit going on. Mm-hmm. You was in a selfish mode, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Acknowledging and move forward. We learn and But grow. it's like, if you, if you know, like, if you look at any friendship group you've ever been a part of, the nothing-ass friend who, like, don't have shit or who's selfish or self-centered or everything have to be about them— that's always the the main friend of the group who everybody ass kissing. Like every friend group got the friend who ass gets kissed. Like, and that's usually the bare minimum friend. Like, if it's not anything that's going to do something towards them that's beneficial, it's not gonna get done. The friends who will get out their bed at four o'clock in the morning for you, they get treated like shit. They're not appreciated. They had a birthday and everybody busy. Like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? That's how it go. But why? Um, and I feel like a lot of those people who are who so why are do good you friends, think? a lot of times, sometimes a lot of people who are real good friends, they have like identity issues or like, I need a friend, I need a friend, I need a friend syndrome. So like they overcompensate, which is why they're such a good friend because you can ask them for anything. Anything you need, they're going to make it happen because they just, they love their friends so much. They want their friends. Like I've been that person before, but it wasn't like, I want a friend, I want a friend. It's just like, I love I'm just person. a good bitch and I fuck with y'all. Yeah. And y'all don't have shit I've definitely been there I yeah. probably in most of my friendships yeah and that's the problem that's why you have to align yourself with people that have like mind things like they want to be successful it's crazy though cause it's like anything it's so fucked up cause it's like anything you want in life it's like you almost just have to give it the bare minimum like think about it when it comes to niggas getting bitches right the nigga that do the bare minimum he get the bitch bitches hate niggas that's just all in their face when it comes to getting a girl like, you know what I'm saying? Well, a girl getting a guy. The, the bitch that do the bare minimum, she the one who really don't answer the phone and all that because she got other niggas. She's the one, like, the one who ain't shit. Like, she gonna get it, you know? When it comes to people being famous, it's usually a person who didn't want to be famous. When it comes to somebody being rich... Little somebody, baby, like, I just started yeah, rapping last year. It's the you're person, like, what the fuck? It's, it's, the like, person, it's the person who didn't go to college. Yeah. They just kind of just fucked around and did some shit. And they doing some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But people who is like, they just give they all to shit for some reason. Like, it just don't go like that for So me. does that make you kind of like... Because, like, I'm going through that. And I go through I, that. That yeah, shit is I literally discouraging was talking as hell. That's why I stopped putting music out. Fresh, me too. <laughs> That shit is discouraging as a motherfucker. Especially when the person has done, like you said, the bare minimum is the one that it's like, let's pay attention to this. And you're like, what the fuck? I've been working my whole goddamn life. This is one song and this shit is terrible. But that's just, I mean, I look at that, to be honest with you, like gambling. And that's why I don't go to Vegas. Because I don't think that those are winners. 
I won my shit and I worked for my money and I actually deserved it and earned it. You're going to blow it. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're not going to be here next year. So when I look at people like that, I might even interview them if I think they're interesting. But I'll try not to because I don't think you're going to be around long. Like, even with me and you, like, I think something that just always made you be in my corner or, like, just always made you fuck with me was it didn't matter what you had going on in your career. I was always your friend. That's and fact. people in the industry, they don't really do that. It's like when you have the fire under you, everyone had a fire under you and want to be your friend. And, oh, sis, come to this, bro, come mm-hmm. to this, we doing this, we doing that. But it's like when the booking slow up or when when Instagram slow down, when, when the momentum slow down, then it's like, motherfuckers don't ain't nobody hollering at them you know yeah, what I'm saying that's so a it's fact. just like it's like you know you just I think you just always saw that it didn't matter what you was doing like I cannot speak to you for two years when I call you you gonna pick up that phone let me tell you something I was in New Orleans I was doing Essence Fest I'm not gonna say exactly what happened but I got into a situation and I'm mm-hmm. like, who can I? Because first of all, let me tell you something about Tokyo and what I've always known about Tokyo. Tokyo fly as fuck. She going to get them nails done. She going to get the makeup done. She going to get that hair done. She going to have the outfit on. So if I'm in New Orleans and I need something to do with hair, nails, makeup, anything to do like that, even though uh, we're not going to talk about the last makeup incident, we're going to let that go. Ooh, I let that go. <laughs> we gonna let that she go. She got in the shootout, bro. She okay, the makeup me. artist she sent me got in a shootout, y'all. And so shit be happening, but my homegirl handled her business. The first time she did my makeup, it was amazing. The next day she was supposed to come, she was on the fucking news. I had to go to the party with shades on, and I didn't know she was on the news. And Tokyo's like, yo, she got in the shootout. What do you want me to do? And I'm like, oh my God. Sorry. That's she wild. handled her business and she went home to her churn. But she not gang. This ain't the gangster. That's what she said, right? Um. Anyway, damn it. I forgot what my point was. Oh, so I, w- I got into a situation. This how real Tokyo is. She had somebody pull up on me and I, I love this girl. She fired too. Nine months pregnant. I got a little scuffle. Let's just put it like that. We just gonna make that. <laughs> we're gonna stop right there. Right around. We're gonna stop right there. My nails broke down here, whatever. She came, nine months pregnant, sat on the fucking floor at the spot at the the metro uh the the what is it, the Superdome at in um in New Orleans and did my fucking nails. She called her. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I had to be on stage in like two hours. She came right away. Tokyo made sure I was good. She called her. <laughs> made, no ma- I didn't speak to Tokyo before that in like six months, maybe. Mm-hmm. You talking I, about this year? <laughs> this just happened. This was a year ago. Mm-hmm. This is a, exactly as this fest is coming up again. Yeah. Wow. And I don't get into shit like that because I've grown. But <laughs> she knew that she's grown and she's been in incidents too. And I had them folk outside making sure y'all was all right. That's wow. a fact. Straight. Straight with it. And... I always, like, listen, since the day that I met Tokyo, I've always, like, this has been my girl, like, period. And we always align. It's crazy. I could be walking down the street and I run into Tokyo. Like, it's literally, like, meant for this to be my, and I believe in her so much. That's why I was like, please don't do love and hip hop. And that's only because my own personal experiences, it didn't go how I, how I thought it was going to go. And that's why you just have to let everybody, like, embark on endeavors self. Like, I'm not the person who, like, because I fell out with somebody, I would tell you, like, oh, don't fuck with them. I can only tell you what was done to me only because, as your friend, I should tell you if this person got a red flag up on them. But how you interact with them is on you if ain't no blood and nothing being shed. Like, yeah. this ain't my op. Like, I just don't fuck with them. Like, you get your own personal, you know what I'm saying? Because people handle people based on the way they care for that person. So, to you, you could be everything to that person. Like, you could have really came in their life and did some shit that just touched them for real that ain't nobody never did. I could just had not been that person for them. They don't just, just don't give a fuck about me like that. We ain't click like that. So, it was like... I'm sitting there like, please let me protect you. Like, that's how I literally felt because with her, and I know she, like, I'm looking at her like the next Nicki Minaj or the next... Like, that's how much I believe in Tokyo because she has this star quality that, like, as soon as you come around her, we went to go eat uh, our first time at Benihana's. She had the whole Benihana's trying to come to our table talking to her. She's like, how y'all doing? I'm Tokyo. They, you get what I'm saying? Like, 
I never seen nobody operate like that. And I've been around everybody. So when I seen that, and it's still a joke that, that you say, 11-11, make a wish. I wish a nigga would. <laughs> Every single time. And and that, that sticks in my mind. It lives in my mind. That's something I heard from Tokyo about 10 years ago, right or wrong. Right. That's what I was saying. But this my girl. Um, One other thing that you said, I don't want to give away too much because they got to listen to the new podcast to listen to black women. Make sure y'all check that out. Listen to black you women. You get what I'm saying? And it's a total different vibe from this. But you said something that I wanted to elaborate on, but we didn't have any more time. And this is how I know Tokyo is a hell of a fuck. Not only is she a hell of a friend, but a dope ass person. So um, Judy, Jessica, you talked about her relationship with Brat, who I, I love the both of them. Uh, Brat has always shown me so much love. Like, she never had to. We work in the same building. We're on the same floor. Me and her both coming late together. <laughs> so that was our bonding moment. But you brought up the fact that when Judy met Brat, you fell back a little bit. And it's crazy because now I'm in, like, a really serious relationship. And you want to spend time with your person. You know what I mean? I've been with my with other people you understand the fact of them having their time together and never felt no way. There's a lot of people that put themselves in the middle of relationships and it's like, oh, well, she's acting funny now that she has this person. So what was it with you? Because I, it's very rare that you hear somebody so supportive. Like I fell back because you even do that with me. You, you got a man. I'll see you uh, hear from you when you call me. See if you just think back and you could even refer back to your Bible, a wise man once said, hating hoes ain't happy. <laughs> I don't well. think that was in the Bible. <laughs> and happy hoes ain't hating. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You heard that, right? I heard that. Hating hoes ain't what? Jesus. Happy. <laughs> and happy hoes ain't what, y'all? Hating. Uh-huh. Right. So when all the girls is in a relationship and everybody's happy and everybody's getting dicked down and they man not cheating this week, right? <laughs> Nobody cares that Sheila ain't said nothing in the group chat all week and she ain't like Tay-Tay pictures and she know her baby just had a war ceremony <laughs> and you ain't like the pictures and you, that shit don't matter, right? Because right. everybody is my man, my man, my man, my man, my man. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> right? Right. Soon as one bitch don't have a man, or she don't really have no business or no motion. Now it's, y'all don't never want to link up. And I'm be trying to come back with a nigga. Hey, sis, slow down. You got too much dip on your chip. Freeze, please. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you're, doing, hate in a little you're bit. doing too much. Like, yeah. when you're happy, you're not worrying about that. So, again, I love all my sis for life. But I want to see all y'all be a wife. Like, we are not getting any younger. Like, we all met when we were way younger. So we didn't went up, right. down, around, around. We didn't went this place, that place, to Mars, the moon, and back. Y'all hoes ain't got that out y'all system yet. Like, all right now, people is heading off into their 30s, yeah. mid-30s, 40s. Like, don't end up being that 40-year-old that's in the club you know, sitting on the couch, like, and you in there with, like, a bunch of bitches that's 18, <laughs> 21, right. 22. Like, that's not your space. Like, let that go. Like, you still chasing something and it's gone now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like when a nigga don't make it in the league and he 40 still talking about his basketball dreams. Yeah. Like, you know? Like, no, real shit. Nah, like, you get I what I'm saying? You. It's just like, at some point, you got to, like, be for real. hmm And you did that. And like you said, that actually gains you more family, more friends when you kind of open up to your homegirls and what, what they got going on. It's, you don't close people off because yeah. you feel like that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, you know, like this is the thing. Like relationships are beautiful things. Like you, it's crazy because like you really can meet a man or a man can meet a woman. And that person could really make you so happy and have you glowing and flourishing and um, achieving things that you never achieved. Yeah. Or, like, y'all could go through a dark time, man, and that shit be fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have you really out here looking fucked up. You little as hell. You losing weight. You don't look good. Like, you look, skin look dry. Like, you breaking out. Like, just all type of shit. Like, because, like, that's the power of love. Like, it's just crazy. 
that you should always be able to have your friends on your side no matter what you're doing. Right. So it's like if your friend is in that, that mode of like they're in a good space with somebody, let them have that. Let them get to know the person. Like, let them hang out. Like, when you get that vibe with somebody, like, you don't be wanting to disconnect. You be plugged yeah. in and invested. Like, the whole time. What we doing today? Like, yeah. Yeah, I want to ride in the passenger seat and stop at all the stores so you can ask me, do I want some? Like, yes. Sometimes I feel like when I was in a fucked up situation, that's when bitches wanted to come around. Like, when the nigga wasn't shit. And then when you do get somebody else, they're like, oh, yeah, because, you always with that nigga. Yeah, because and now misery loves company. You got We got something in common. I could talk about my ancient nigga and you could talk about yours. But it's kind of hard when I want to sit here and talk to you about how this nigga is doing me wrong as hell. But it's like, you're not even in that space for real. It's like, you really can't relate. Like, what advice can you really give me? Because mm -hmm. any real advice that you give her, she going to take it as, you're just trying to look down because... You got, you know, you got what you going you got, on. Uh, yeah. Are you trying to tell me leave my nigga because you just happy right now? Hey, you wouldn't have did that if y'all was, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you got to let people have their space. Like, people don't respect boundaries. Right. Okay, so are you kissing Diddy in the mouth open? <laughs> <laughs> kissing Diddy in the mouth open is insane. Uh, yo. Only because, like, I am, like, a super duper 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 City Girls fan. <laughs> like... <laughs> they ate with their egg bitches. Well, like, wait. Yeah, I'm like, shocked that's, though. That's, that's, that's like I'm just shocked. Though. I don't think I expected to see that picture. Yeah. Like we've seen a lot of bending over, a lot of you touch know. Did and Diddy? I'm I'm like you know what I'm saying. Me and her, we the same age, like around the same age. Because I'm 28, I think she's 28 too. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. I'm not. I don't date like way older men. Like I'm a girl in my youth, so I feel like I should be with somebody that's in their youth. Like he's an older man. He already got his ways. He's set in them. He's looking for somebody who he can set in their ways. So you but don't look I'm at him as Diddy no, and I'm just not, not age. I'm not talking about no, Diddy. No, but I mean, like, because is it different? But because... I'm just saying, I'm not talking about Diddy because I don't know what him and her have yeah. going on. I don't be there. I don't know. I don't know what they got going on. I don't know if it's for real. I don't know if it's not for real. And really, honestly, it just ain't none of our business, whatever it is. Like, you know, that's just how I feel. I mean, it's made our business when it's kind of like a public Yeah, it's thing. made our business, but I'm saying I just don't It's interesting. Be... Yeah, it is interesting, but I'm not a person who, like, be in the mind to just be sitting there all day like, what they got going oh, yeah, on? No, why no, they no, doing no, no. this? Or why they doing that? Like, How old is she... Diddy, though? Hmm? How old is Diddy? 50? 51? Yeah. Or is it 50? Yeah, but my girl having her way, and they look good doing it. So, shit, shout out to them. I heard she got a big uh, shopping budget. That's yeah. all I'm at. Let's and, go. Get and to the whatever bag. it is, they more power <laughs> to them. All bitches need to get like them. I like, know. That's right. Give me a shopping budget, yeah, too. Like, Daddy. Do your thing. Do your thing. I mean, Diddy. One. No. <laughs> Daddy, I mean, Diddy. <laughs> okay, um... So we're going to get into some black excellence really quickly. Uh, I texted you. Oh, me. I guess I'm going to get into some black excellence. Mm. Shout out to Tupac. Okay. Tupac, man. They found this nigga. He's in Cuba. No, no I'm joking. <laughs> they ain't find him, but he does have a star that he's going to have in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, so shout out to them for doing that because I know they be charging people for that. So they must have just gave that up. And he Ben should have had a, a star, you know. Do Biggie yeah. have one? I don't think so. I'm gonna Google it right now. Biggie got Biggie. a block in Brooklyn. Okay, yeah, I know that yeah, that much. You know what I mean? Because Biggie, I don't think so. Biggie, Biggie's not even at L.A. like Cali. So I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. So Biggie. next year we'll look for uh, Biggie because you know I feel like if they're doing him, they're gonna keep going. Uh, I would expect Pop yeah, Smoke is probably coming up too. You think so? Yeah. It's crazy because at first I didn't think I'm like, because his career was short. Did they like, give Nipsey one? Yeah, they yeah, gave Nipsey, Nipsey one. one. Yeah. Okay. They gave Nipsey one. Every Kaiser Shout went out, out there. Yeah. Shout out to Lauren London, yeah. who. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it was yeah, a big deal. LA, so. Yeah, it was yeah, a big deal. Right. So shout out to that. Um, hopefully they do give Biggie one. Uh, so shout out to Tupac, Black Excellence. And then I know his father wasn't too happy because they asked him something about the Dear Mama lyric where he Tina called Marie him. Tierra Marie? Tina Marie. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. I'm like, 50 took that for his money. Tina Marie got one? I don't know. That's... I fucks with Tina Marie. For real? I fucks Fire and Desire probably the only song that I could think yeah, of that's nah. heard. I'm talking Square Baby. Oh, yeah, Square Baby. I'm, I'm fucking up. go Okay. I just well, want to say the second Black Excellence, I think, should be the, the, the two movies, the two top movies out now in the box office is the, he's Dominican or Puerto Rican, but the Black Spider Man 
Yeah, and, no, that's a good movie. Now, and, shout out to Issa Rae. She's in that thing. Oh, wow. And, and Little Mermaid as well. Period. Let's go. Shout out to Haley Bailey. Number one and two, number one and number two in the box office. So that, they, they definitely deserve that. That's amazing. Office. Shout yes. out to them. That's shout out to them. I love to see They definitely, uh, both of them came through and Issa Rae and Holly Belly, they came through in the Morning Hustle show. Y'all should check that out because she didn't go to any other shows in radio. So that's a big deal for me. And um, she made sure that she came and stopped by Haley Bailey. She signed my little mermaid doll. That's fire. And I'm excited about that. I'm going to sell it on eBay. No, so no, I'm joking. Don't sell that. Don't sell that. <laughs> I'm never selling that. Because that's, that's one awesome. of my favorite movies. Like, I was in the theater singing and the kids were looking at me. And I ain't going to lie, though. Ursula ate. Did she? Ursula ate. I was in there like, poor, unfortunate <laughs> soul. Like, like. I'm just saying. They said Queen Latifah should have played her though. I would have liked to see her. I would have liked her. I saw Lizzo had wanted to do it. Oh, that would have been fire too. But you know, too many black people in one movie. Was it a black woman that played Ursula? No. It was uh, Melissa McCartney. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she hard. She did good. I'm not going to lie. When I walked in the theater, I was a little disappointed because it was mostly just only young black kids. I'm like, damn, we used to have to watch the little white girls on screen. And we was in in the thing, like, why they ain't bring the little white kids to come see this? So hopefully, I mean, that's how I felt. So hopefully they come around to it. It's an amazing movie. Motherfuckers done cried yeah. over Maybe it. Maybe you just wasn't in the area. Like, yeah, was Atlanta don't got white Newark? people? No, no I'm saying. Yeah. Like, don't play with me. I was in Atlanta. <laughs> you know certain areas are just more urban than others. Like, maybe you should have went to the movies in Holland or something. Like, <laughs> all I know is the little white kids. Make sure you bring your little white kids out to see The Little Mermaid because it's amazing. Um, so we're going to get out of here. Tokyo, again, I know we told them where to follow you. Are we going to do music or are you just going to let... Yeah, they planning my listening party right over there. Wow. Let's go. So mm. can we talk about that? Or is Shout that out a... to Miss My Money in London, man. Hey. Shout out to my cameraman, Chris, man. Hey. Yes, sir. They drunk now. Shout out to my mom. They on that hand. They on that hand. Um, Yeah, outfit is fire. I want to say that really quickly because oh, we are in Harlem, so I see the inspiration. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say the razor is crazy. I love that. Don't that's fire. service. No way. That's nah. right. You like, uh, not the phone. Not the, it's the phone for me. Yeah, it's the love crazy. hanging on these. The Do it, nigga. <laughs> Boom. Bitch. I don't play. Bow. Okay, uh, let them know one more time where they can follow you, where they can find your shit, where yes, they can stock you. My, my Instagram is Tokyo underscore underscore vanity and any other social network, uh, any other social media. My ooh, social network. Child. Yeah, you sound like an old any, woman. Now. Any, other, <laughs> any other social book media page. is going to be <laughs> Tokyo X Vanity. Tokyo X Vanity. Yeah. Go follow she her on all social media platforms. Make sure y'all check out her podcast that's coming very soon. The name of it is Be, be For Real. For Real. And uh, I think I might be producing her thing. So uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Uh, we're out of here. Make sure y'all rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Bully and the Beast podcast. Bye. Peace. Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bottom up, up, up. Bell one time on Friday. Participating McDonald's through 12 31 Excludes tax. Must update rewards.